Okay. I have a question for you and be honest. Do you still kind of get nervous before your portrait sessions? No shame if you do. I completely understand. And in today's episode, I'm going to show you my workflow for photographing a session. This process is going to help you create your own unique workflow to get beautiful and unique images for your clients at every session. Welcome to the From Better Half to Boss podcast. I'm Tavia Redburn. And on this show, I share how I retired my husband from his nine to five with my birth photography business all while homeschooling my three kids. If you have a passion, there is a reason. It's because you were made to follow that passion. It's your time to go from better half to boss. Hey y'all, I'm Tavia and I help photographers learn how to specialize and get fully booked with ideal clients so they can go full-time. Students learn this through the beauty and birth photography certification and through marketing school for photographers. So on this show, we talk a lot about marketing and sales and client systems, but what about actually photographing newborn or baby or family sessions? Outside of the technical things like lighting and camera settings, what types of poses or workflows do you need to have to have a successful session that is not only great for the client, but is simple for you as the photographer? Because I don't know about you, but whenever I have a plan, I start to feel a little bit less nervous. I don't go in quite as anxious because I actually have an idea of what's going to happen. And I guess it gives me a little sense of control whether or not that's accurate, right? (laughs) So I am bringing my experience photographing hundreds of babies the last decade to share my exact session workflow tips today so that you have a streamlined process to get images that you and your clients are obsessed with. So Like I said, early in my business and not even so early in my business, even later in my business, I would get super nervous during sessions and right before sessions. Like, what if it doesn't go well? What if I don't know what I'm doing? Like, what if I can't figure out how to guide the session? And I thought I should just know what to do in the session. Like, I should just know. A professional photographer just knows, right? And I thought that if I needed ideas or inspiration or a plan before the session started, I thought that that meant I was like a newbie or I didn't know what I was doing. Have you ever felt that way? Like, during a session, you're not exactly sure what to do next with the client. Like they're just standing there staring at you, waiting for you to tell them what to do next. And you kind of freeze. I used to make that mean that I wasn't a good photographer. If I didn't have it clear next step for them and they looked at me and I looked at them and I wasn't sure what to do next, I made that mean I wasn't a good photographer. But the truth is now I realize that creating a session workflow for each type of session that I offer is professional. It's not something a newbie does because they don't know what they're doing. It's something that a committed, reliable, professional, and organized photographer does. So today, walking into a newborn session, for example, I know the exact flow that I want to use for the session. I come in with a consistent, reliable plan so that I can get the best photos in the shortest amount of time. 
Does it always work out perfectly? Of course not. Like these are newborns and babies that we're talking about. Like they always have their own plan. So it doesn't always work out perfectly. But coming in with a plan is what makes the difference. And I want you to hear me on this because I think that for some reason as photographers and maybe even clients think this too, they think that when the session lasts longer, they're going to get better or more images or overall their experience is going to be better if the session is longer, right? Like they pay more for more time. But listen to me on this. Taking longer to photograph the session does not mean that your client is going to be happier or that your photos are going to be better. Because I promise you, if you were to ask your client, okay, so we're about to start your session and I can get you 50 incredible, unique, custom images for your session. And I can do that in one hour or I can do that in three hours. Which would you prefer? Uh, if the result is the same, I would much rather get it done in an hour than three hours, right? Duh, <laughs> of course. So why do we think and why do sometimes our clients think that a longer session is going to equal better photos or a better experience? Why not instead focus on how to get the best photos in the shortest amount of time? And what I'm not saying is to create a cookie cutter, like target portrait type experience where you're just walking people through the exact same thing and everybody is getting images that look, ex look exactly the same. That's not what I'm saying. But, and we're going to talk about that here in a second, but first I want to share that I put together a session workflow checklist from one of my baby sessions. So in addition to birth and newborn, we do six month and one year session and beyond. We do family sessions for our clients that have booked a birth or a newborn with us. And I put together a checklist of the workflow that I use for one of these sitter sessions so that you can see the exact workflow that I personally use. Is it a little bit different every time? Sure. Do I customize it? Yes. And we're going to talk about that. But if you want to see the checklist, head over to TaviaRedburn.com slash workflow. It's totally free. And I hope that it will give you some pointers after you listen to this episode. Okay. So I've been saying session workflow, session workflow, and I think the word workflow gets thrown around a lot and we start thinking about like client workflows, right? Like before their experience, after their experience, during their experience, what is a session workflow? I want to define it. A photography session workflow is basically what sets or poses that you're going to use for a particular session. And it's going to be different for different types of sessions. So for example, for a newborn session, my workflow might, this is actually pretty similar to my workflow newborn session, my workflow for my newborn sessions right now. It is a potato pose on a flocati, the tush and air pose on a blanket, then the head on chin pose on a blanket, a wooden box prop, siblings, if there are any on the flocati, parents alone with baby with a backdrop. Um, like each parent individually with the baby, the whole family with the backdrop, and then the whole family on a couch or a bed. Does that make sense? So when I say workflow, that's an example of what a workflow would be. I have in my head sort of how I want the session to go as far as locations and props and sets. And this works for newborn sessions, baby sessions, one-year sessions, family sessions. It really works for any type of session that you're photographing, having a general idea of what the workflow is going to be. Okay. So if you're like, okay, Tavia, that sounds like a lot of stuff to remember, right? Because I have all these sets, I have all these things. It sounds like a lot of stuff to remember, not to mention like the poses and the different things I want to do. Like, 
what if I forget during the session? Do I need to memorize this? And I basically have our newborn workflow memorized because I've done it so many times. But for a long time, I would write down the flow with words or photos and keep it in my notes app on my phone. And I would just reference it when I got stuck or forgot what to do next. I've actually never done this, but I think it's a really good idea. Um, photographers sometimes will put the image workflow on their memory card before the session so that it's right there on their camera if they forget what's next. So I love that idea too. Remember, having a written workflow before the session does not mean that you're inexperienced and it shouldn't be something that you're ashamed of. It means that you're taking this experience for the client seriously. And if you're like, okay, but if I'm doing the same thing for all my sessions, won't this make my images boring and monotonous? I want my clients to have a unique experience, right? And if that's you, that is such a great point. And it's one that I used to worry about. Like, I don't want everyone's images to look exactly the same. But now I actually do want their images to look similar. This shows my potential clients what they can expect from me. Imagine if I had a portfolio of images that used light, bright backgrounds and airy editing. And then I decided, eh, I don't want to be boring and monotonous. I kind of want to mix it up. So I'm going to change it up for this client and use a moody edit and some darker backdrops and lots of shadows. Like that client came to me for a specific look and vibe, and they could be rightly so upset if. I all of a sudden changed it up because I kind of got bored. Listen, it is so easy as creatives to get bored, right? Like we do the same thing over and over and it's easy for us to get bored. And I say this sometimes to my students very lovingly and I'll say it to you too. Is your business here to entertain you or is it your business? I want you to have fun with photography and I want you to be creative, but as a business owner, it makes good business sense for your clients to know what to expect from you in terms of your art. Now, if they're hiring you, knowing that you're somebody who, you know, flies by the seat of your pants and kind of has an idea and goes with it and you don't have any particular look or style and they know that coming into it, that's one thing. But that's a very, very small percentage of you listening to this, maybe none of you. For the most part, our clients want to know what types of images they're going to get. And they want to know that before they hire us. So I want to teach you some ways to make your sessions unique, but similar, like customize it to the client, but still have your same workflow that you use for each and every client. Because honestly, We're going to use some of these tips, but I want you to think about the fact that your clients are unique, right? Each of them are unique. They have unique families and a unique story. So they're naturally going to look a little different. So I wouldn't worry too much about them looking the same. And if you're feeling like your stuff is kind of looking the same, honestly, nine times out of 10, that's a good thing because your brand and your photos and your style start to become recognizable and people start to know you for that look and that style. Okay. So if you don't already have session workflows set up, how can you get started? If you think about all the different session types that you offer, this could start to overwhelm you like, okay, Tavia, well, you know, I specialize in birth or newborn, but I do all these other session types. Like, you know, how am I supposed to create workflows for all of them and make them unique for my clients? I don't want you to start spinning into overwhelm. Okay. I want you to just choose one. 
Because when you start spinning into overwhelm, it usually means no action is going to be taken. So choose one session type to start with that you want to create a workflow for using this process I'm about to line out for you and then come back and listen and do it again and again for all the different session types. Okay. So next for your workflow, you want to determine this. What's important to the client for this session? And this is where a little customization comes in with just some minor tweaks to your workflow. Okay. Think of this customization as like what's important to your clients. I want you to think about it in three different buckets. Bucket number one is products. Products. How do they want to see their images in 10 years? And you have to know this up front. Do they want an album? Do they want a large wall portrait? Do they want smaller prints for family members? And a lot of times people will say, I want the digital files. And we know, right? Everybody wants the digital files. But when you ask them this question of how do they want to see their images in 10 years, it gets them to start thinking about how do I want to physically hold these images? And knowing this ahead of time can help you determine if you need to do anything specific in the session. So customization bucket number one is products. For example, if they know that they want an album, I'm going to photograph the session a little differently, not a ton differently, but a little differently than if I know that their main priority is a large wall portrait for their living room, right? Okay. So bucket number two to customize the this workflow a little bit for your clients, bucket number two is special props. Like, is there something that they want to include in the session? And I always like to ask this ahead of time. And I ensure my clients, like, you do not have to bring anything. I'm thinking specifically of newborn sessions um, because sometimes people think that they need to bring stuff. And I always assure them, you do not need to bring anything. I just like to know ahead of time if there's anything special that you're wanting to include in your session. And that in and of itself can be easily worked into your workflow. And that helps make their... um session, consistent part of your style in your workflow, but also still custom to that family. Bucket number three to customize this workflow is knowing this. What types of images does this client love? Do they love macro shots? Do they want more lifestyle images than like the traditional looking and smiling? Do they want mostly sibling images? And I find the answers to this question with one simple question that I ask my clients, because if you straight up ask your client, what types of images do you like? They might have a hard time answering that. And they might give you something generic that's kind of hard to pinpoint. But if you ask them this simple question, you're going to get an answer that might surprise you. The question is, imagine you're seeing your images from this session for the first time. What would make you say, wow, these are perfect. I love these so much. This is exactly what I was imagining. This is exactly what I was hoping for. And let them use their own words to describe what type of session would make them say that. They usually will say something like real smiles from my kids or those in-between moments, or as long as everyone is looking at the camera, I'm happy. Right. And so whenever you know that, that's bucket number three, knowing what types of images they love. Just a reminder, I put together a session workflow checklist from one of my baby sessions so that you can see my exact workflow and you can download it for free at taviaredburn.com slash workflow. 
Okay, so you know which session you're creating this session workflow for, and you know the buckets to start customizing it for your client. Now I want you to answer these questions. Number one, how many images do I want for the client? Or how many do you promise that they're going to have in their final gallery? Okay. And then how many images do you take per set or per pose? So now you know how many sets or poses to do. Let me give you an example. If you promise 40 images for a sitter session and you show 10 images per set, for example, you have a white backdrop, you have a blue backdrop, you have a green backdrop, and you have a blue backdrop. Did I already say blue? I don't know. (laughs) You have four different colors. Okay. Then you're going to do 10 images for each of those sets to equal 40 images, right? So then you just need to plan on those four sets. Simple enough. So then during each set, you're looking for ways to make each of those 10 images unique because obviously, you know, baby sitting in front of a blue backdrop, you're not going to shoot 10 images of the baby looking the exact same. So now that you have it narrowed down, how can you make each image unique by adding in a new angle? adding in a perspective, adding in a certain look, adding a macro shot or two, adding in a little prop or taking away props or having them lay on their tummy or giving them a special toy, like their favorite toy. So hopefully you can see how that starts to make the sessions so much easier and less intimidating when you break it down by like, okay, I know for my sitter sessions, I have these these sets or these poses. This is what I'm going to do. And you have this like loose workflow in your head, adding in those buckets of customization, those butterflies start to go away, right? Those butterflies and nervous feelings that you might have before a session, now that you have a plan start to go away. Those anxious feelings leave. And so the last thing I would say when you're creating these workflows is to reevaluate every six months or so to decide like, is this working? Is this something I want to keep? Um, do I need to add in a new prop? Do I want to change it up a little bit? Just reevaluate every six months to decide um, if it's still working for you. So by following this simple workflow, for each session type, you can minimize the the wasted time and get the best photos in the shortest amount of time. Start with one session type and use the three buckets we talked about to customize the workflow for each client slightly. You're kind of starting with the base of the sets and the way that you're doing it. And then you're customizing it with those buckets. Okay. Make your session workflow plan. And like I said, don't be afraid to write it down on your phone or keep a set of images on your memory card for reference during the session. And don't forget to download my baby session workflow checklist totally for free. If you're like me and most photographers and you're visual and you're like, okay, it would just really help me to see this visually to get an idea of how I want to create it for myself, head over to taviaredburn.com slash workflow. Thank you for making it to the end of another episode. I appreciate you being here so much. I hope that you're finding value every time you show up for yourself in one of these episodes. And remember, if you have a passion, it's not an accident because not everyone loves the thing that you love. So if you have a passion for baby photography, newborn photography, birth photography, that passion is there for a reason. So I hope that you will get out there and pursue that passion. Have a great week.